Okay, so I want to just talk about really about the importance of putting Christ. What's Christmas all about? If you realise, the very fact of history almost begins almost because we have AD, which was after the death of Christ, and BC, which was before Christ. So every time you write a check, in one sense or another, you're kind of reminding yourself that the very pinnacle of history was the birth of Jesus. So we want to just think about it. It says that the angel says, glory to God in the highest and peace and goodwill towards men. In other words, it's good news, really. Really, we're celebrating, it's a birthday party. The only problem is, the one whose birthday is, we often forget. It's like you kind of going to having a birthday party for yourself, and everybody brings the presents for everybody else but you. And we want to just talk about just for a few moments of what Christmas is all about. And so I've got a few things that remind me personally about Christmas. Five things that really remind me what Christmas is all about. Here's the first thing. Nativity. There's the verse right there, which I should have had before. There we are, yes, I knew it was there, weren't you? Nativity. Every time I see the nativity, it kind of reminds me that Christmas... Jesus being born isn't just some fable, isn't just some clever idea or some story that someone's made up. It really did happen. Jesus was really, really born. It really did happen in human history. Jesus really did come to this planet. Jesus really came, God really came in the form of Jesus. He came for you, he came for me. C.S. Lewis, as we've got that quote there, said this. He says, we remember the central events in history of the earth, the very thing the whole story has been about. And at Christmas, we're reminded, sent the very best thing he had, his son. In other words, uh, Jesus really is a reality. I think of so many people's lives, people I know personally, uh, that have encountered the reality of Jesus. They've encountered him to be real and alive, not just a person of history, but really met him. And it's really, really changed their life. And we've really discovered that Jesus is a reality. So when I say the nativity, it reminds me it really did happen. This isn't just some idea or some fable, but this really happened. There's a second thing. Records. Isn't it amazing that some of the, some of the songs that often are most dearest to our hearts often are Christmas songs. Think of some of the titles. Remember this? I wish it could be what? Christmas every day. I mean, actually, I misquote that once. I said, I wish it could be Christmas every year. But, you know, I wish it could be Christmas every day. The strangest title I ever heard was this. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. That was actually a, a, a song, one Christmas song. Any other songs? That, anyone think of any good Christmas songs? I'm going to come back to that one. You've chosen the best one. Anyone? Any other ones? I want to hear Patrathmas for Christmas, so I mean, that's, that is a great hit record. I can imagine that being a great hit record. Jingle Bells. Santa Baby. 
Santa Claus, that's a, you got some good ones there, guys. What do you think is the top-selling ever Christmas record? Anyone know? White Christmas. And it sold 50 million copies. So that's amazing. That was the best ever one that ever happened. But you know what? The first Christmas carol was written thousands of years ago. And here we read it. It was sung by angels. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. Peace on earth. The Bible says that Jesus came to bring us peace. The Bible says that we have peace with God. The reason why often people haven't got peace is the only way true peace comes is when we have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the only way that we can have true peace. Because it's only then that we find the true meaning and purpose to life. And Jesus came that we could have peace in our hearts. And often the problem is that we fill our lives with so many things that really deep in our hearts, we haven't got peace. But peace can only happen by having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the only way peace could happen. And that's what Jesus came. He came so that you could, could know God in a personal way and out of that personal relationship with God, that you can have true peace. There's a third thing. Christmas cards. I want to show you a short video clip that explains really about cards and men's inability to choose cards. Alright, I got it. She's gonna love it. Let's go. Well, I'm trying to cut some things. Yeah, I'm a speaker of language. I hear their voices in my head. That's like Beethoven when Beethoven. No, I think it's just voices. Either way, I've got a card. Either I'm trying to find one with the right words. Just I can't find one that really describes how I feel. Okay, this one. This one. This is the one. Oh, okay. Um, sugar is sweet and so is honey. I bought you this card because I had no money. <laughs> I had no use. You I need a card that says, I don't deserve you. I never have and I never will. From the moment that I first saw you, I knew that I wanted to be with you, to know you, to understand you. <laughs> I am humble and chosen. I have married out of my league, and there's not a day that goes by that I don't recognize that fact. And I've never, I've never taken our vows lightly. What do I say to the mother of my children, my best friend, my soul? And I love you, and you sound so cliche and trite. The only words that I know. I love you. I mean, that would be a card, you know? That's <laughs> What's the matter with you? Don't look at me! Don't look away! I have, what was the matter? It's like I was swimming pool, and your words are like shit of all the things. Pull yourself together, man. Attention, everybody! We are in the presence of a true word Allow his words to be the wings of which your cards fly. No, no. I don't want what he's having. Okay, we need to go. We need to go. We've got an idea. An idea. We'll get those cards that are white on the inside. And we'll write your words on them. And then we'll give them to our ladies. 
that we have to have these movies. And she's going to take your time. Wait, buddy, what was that part about the truth of uh, gold things? Then I'm going to write this down. That stuff is gold. It'll give me a whole Sunday at football. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. That's what cards do. Cards sort of... If you get a Christmas card, it's because really somewhere along the line, you're on somebody's list. You're on somebody's list. Now, you men are kind of challenged by that already, aren't you? Sort of thing. But the point is, when you get a Christmas card, it's because you were on somebody else's list. And as the amazing thing is, you know, God wants us to be on his list. He's got a list for us. And the Bible says that when you get on God's list, it means that you become God's friend. And God loves you. So much he wants you to get on that list. He wants you to come into a personal relationship with him. Many years ago, there was a minister who said, I'm going to preach on the love of God. And so they all, all the people turned up to the church. When they came into the church, the church was absolutely pitch black. Then suddenly the minister began to shine the light on the cross. First of all, he shone the light on the, on the nail prints, hands of Jesus. Then he shone the light on, on the, 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 the nails through the feet. Then he shone the light on the thorns on his head. Then he shone the light on the spear in the side. And then he just walked out of the church. Because really, when people saw what Jesus did for them, they realized this is God's love. Love is not measured by what it does. Love is not measured by what it says, but love is measured by what it does. And the cross tells us how much God loves us. And God loves you. Here's the next thing. This is dear to Ladies' heart, but not so dear to men's hearts. Credit cards. Because when you make a purchase with that card, weeks later, an awful thing happens when the kind of bill comes through. And really, the Bible says that we all have a debt. Every one of us has a debt because the Bible says we've all sinned. We've all failed. You might say, well, I can't think what I've failed or I've sinned. Think about it this way. If somebody was to take a video of your life, not just the things that you do, but the things that you think, the things that you say. Have you ever seen that, that program called Secret Eater? Have you ever seen that one? And what happens is, they say to people, I don't know how I'm putting on weight. I just don't know how I do it. How come I, I put on weight? I, don't, I always eat the right things. And so they have a video camera that follows people around. And they see them going to get a kebab, and, or they, they go and buy a pizza, or, or they go and buy some, something else, or they're in the kitchen munching food. And suddenly then this video is shown to them, and then they discover why actually they're not losing weight. And that's almost can be like that with our lives. Can you imagine a video camera following your life? And then afterwards, we're going to show this film on the screen. Every one of us would be kind of embarrassed or, or realize things that we've done. In our life. And the Bible says sin is that barrier between us and God. And when Jesus died, he removed that barrier so that we could come into a personal relationship with God. The greatest need we have really, above all else, is the need for forgiveness. If we needed education, God would have sent an educator. If we needed entertainment, God would have sent an entertainer. The greatest need that every single heart has is a need for a saviour. That's why he sent us Jesus. Now, the final thing I want to, which reminds me of Christmas, is probably the thing that we love the most. Anyone know what that's going to be? 
Presents, that's right, guys. Can you imagine? They would be, if you got a video, if you got a present that you didn't like. But I was thinking about gifts. How do you, how do you actually give a good present? You know, they actually did a report and they found that men can't wrap presents. They actually, actually did this they, as a thing. But I know some men can, but there's a report that men cannot wrap presents. And I find myself, every time I wrap something, there's always like a little bit missing and I just can never kind of get it right. But I want to give you three things that help you recognize it's a good present. There's the first thing. Buy something they really like. Buy something they really, really like. I remember when I was kind of young, I had this very wealthy uncle, really wealthy. And I was really looking forward to some of the presents he would give. So I knew he was wealthy, he lived in a very posh part of Birmingham. And the first year, he bought me a tithe. Now, I'm nine years of age, and when you get a tie, it's arguably the most exciting present of So he gets me a tie. Second year, guess what I get again? I get a tie. The third year, I get a tie. And each time, it's a tie that, in eight years of age, you don't want a tie, but when it's kind of all bright colours, that, even that doesn't appeal to you very much. And for years and years, he kept buying me presents that I never really ever took to. And I think the most important thing is to buy something that you really like. And the present that God gives us, he doesn't offer us a religion. He offers us something you really need. He offers you a relationship. Second thing is practical. Something they really need. Isn't that right, men? Now, I don't always get this right, but buy something they actually really, really need. And one thing, as I said earlier, we all need, we all need forgiveness. Can you imagine, as we said earlier, things we've done, the things we said, the things that have happened in our lives. Sometimes that can leave us full of guilt and it can leave us all kinds of regret. And so the greatest gift that God offers us is forgiveness. He offers you a relationship with God. He offers you incredible peace. He offers you incredible gifts that come through Jesus. Next thing about a gift, it's a gift that has to be permanent. Something that goes beyond Christmas Day. There's nothing worse than you give someone a gift. And with that gift, after about an hour of playing with it, they've kind of given up and they're playing with something else. And they never kind of play with it again. But the gift that God offers us is something permanent. Something that lasts forever and ever. The gift of a relationship with God never comes to an end. And we need to ask ourselves the question, really, that if we were to die tonight or any time, do we know where we're going? Because God offers you the assurance of heaven, a life beyond this life, an assurance of heaven. He offers us a gift that is permanent. Next thing is, it's a gift that you've got to purchase. God purchased the gifts. God purchased your forgiveness. God purchased peace with him. Jesus died for us. He purchased the gift. And finally, it's got to be received. The gift is not much good unless you receive that gift. And so, this Christmas, the challenge is, have you received the gift of Jesus Christ? Have you received the gift that he offers us? How do you receive that gift? Firstly, admit that you failed. Admit that we've sinned. Thirdly, secondly, just ask God to come into your life. And thirdly, just put your trust in him and just receive him. And you can have the most amazing transformed Christmas ever by receiving the gift of Jesus Christ.
the gift of life that he offers all of us. Let's just pray. Lord, we thank you for this time of the year. We thank you for all that you offer us. Thank you for, 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 for the gift of Jesus. Lord, we want to see the true meaning of Christmas, may the true meaning touch and impact our hearts, we pray. Thank you for this time of the year. Thank you for all that we've heard already through the, through, through the drama and through the songs we sang. Lord, we pray today that, Lord, the, the real true meaning of Christmas would just enter every heart, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this free download from Delancey Eden Church. For more downloads or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceyeden.com.